LeBron's going to the Jazz. He's <laughs> <laughs> going to the Jazz. Because no, Dwayne Wade is an owner. He's going to reunite in Utah. Exactly. <laughs> what was that? This is the show that replays the should-have-beens, could-have-beens, and great what-ifs in sports. This is Replay the Down. What if LeBron would have stayed in Miami in 2014? Or what if he would have just stayed in Cleveland the second time around in 2018? How different would his career look? How different would the league look? This is Replay the Down, and I'm your host, Tyler Wessel, here with my friends, Jason Delarusso and Nathan Adams. What up? What's up, everybody? This is part two of our two-part LeBron free agency episode. In part one, we covered the different decisions LeBron could have made in 2010. If you haven't had a chance to check that out yet, make sure you go and take a listen. Today in part two, we will discuss how differently things would look in 2014 and 2018 if he had simply just stayed put instead of moving on to another team. But before we get started, let's cover a couple NBA stories. Instant replay. If you want to skip our opening segments and get straight to today's topic, just jump ahead to the 12 minute mark and we'll see you there. Otherwise, uh, the annual GM survey results saw the Bucks as the favorite at 43% of the vote, followed by the defending champion Warriors at 25%, which surprised me they weren't first. Uh, Clippers surprised me most at 21% third, and then the Celtics at 11%. Who knows what's going to go down there this season with everything that's happening with the coach. What are your thoughts on those picks, and who is your favorite going into the season? Yeah, I think those those I think the top two picks make sense. The Bucks and the Warriors. I'm not buying the Clippers. Sorry, Clippers fans. And the Celtics. What's that? They can't stay healthy. They can't stay healthy. Yeah. Kawhi's your best player. And then you have John Wall as your third guy. And those guys just have not been healthy. If Chris Middleton is back, which he is, and he's healthy and stays healthy in their cores together, the Bucks are as as solid, I think, of pick as as any of them. Um, And with. The way that MVP voters like to vote, it, it's got to be Luca or Embiid, I would think. You know, somebody new, new person that hasn't won it before. I'm kind of pulling for Embiid, get the big man and MVP. Um, he really but, deserves it, I think. At, at some, he point. does. Had a monster year last year. I mean, I agree with with what you have here. I mean, I could see the Bucks doing it or or the the Warriors, Clippers. I'm not sold on at all. I mean, I don't know why people keep picking them. I mean, until they actually show Potential. me something and they can do something. I, you know, you keep having potential until you don't. <laughs> I mean, you either, you know, live up to it or you don't. And and at this point, they haven't, so I'm not that. Celtics, I would have said that until they, their coach went missing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, to me, I think it's Because they made Milwaukee some big moves this offseason, too. Like, they, they acquired some more talent. Was it Malcolm Brogdon went, went yeah. to the Celtics with, with kind of that talent they already have there? So, yeah. See, because I mean, if that didn't happen... I think the Celtics would have been up there with the Warriors and the Bucks. I mean, I could have made a case for all three of them solidly, especially the Celtics. But I'm know, curious. I'm curious when the poll was taken, if it was before or after the stuff came out with the Celtics coach. But um, yeah, let, that that leads us in because it's really interesting that none of us mentioned LeBron and the Lakers <laughs> here. Um, but he wants to own a team in Las Vegas. Should the NBA expand? If so. Should Vegas or Seattle have the preference? Or, Jason, I think you're going to have this take maybe. Should the NBA even contract? What's your thought? Uh, You know, for me, if anything, I think they should remove teams, number one, to start with. 
chopping block. There's too many mediocre teams right now in the NBA. I mean, they just expanded the playoffs. Are we getting to the point where every team will be in the playoffs? I mean, I think we need to start losing some teams in the playoffs and in general in the NBA. But if they are going to expand the league, because clearly they're not going to take money off the table and contract, then I, I actually have a personal preference to Seattle. I mean, it's nostalgia. Uh, uh, the smart money picks Las Vegas. All the money's there. I mean, the NHL, you know, paved the way for that and, and showed that it can't happen. Then you have the NFL there. It's only natural the NBA would be a good fit. Uh, if I don't see LeBron owning a team in Seattle at all. If anywhere, it'd be Las Vegas. <laughs> And uh, that would actually be money. I don't, I mean, he's not s- such a great GM in my experience of watching LeBron so far, but maybe if he owns the team outright, he can be a little bit better owner. What do you think, Nate? Why do we have to pick one city or the other? The NFL <laughs> and NHL both have 32 teams. The NBA can expand to, by two more and get to 32 to match that. I know MLB, I think, is still at 30. Um, yeah, sure. Why not? Um, if I had to choose, I think I get that nostalgia um, with the with the Sonics as well. Get per- Gary Payton and Sean Kemp and those great teams out there. Um, but I, I think Vegas makes shrimp. the most sense, though. I love Vegas. <laughs> and give me another, give me another reason to to go visit at, uh, Vegas with an NBA team. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Go Vegas. I mean, I feel like picking one. I agree. Both with of them. What are we waiting on? My hesitation, just kind of like Jason said, is like I. Is the league watered down too much already? You know, there's only so many good players and they're all kind of congregating yeah. on the same teams now. Is there enough? I mean, you look at some of these teams. I mean, Cleveland has struggled Charlotte. for a long time. Charlotte has struggled. Uh, Orlando and D.C., like they just, you know, they pop up every now and then, but they just haven't had kind of sustained. So, you know, the Wolves, it looks like, are kind of heading in the right direction with with Edwards and Cat and, and now Gobert, but it's just like, can we is that a function of there being too many teams or a function of bad gm play oh that's i mean all of the the above all the above yeah but there's only so many good players nate yeah i mean there's only so many good players to go around well the nfl's the nfl's figured out how to have fairly consistent good teams yeah sure (laughs) yeah have Have they they really (laughs) i mean you're you're seeing the same teams lately you're from cleveland don't forget I, i am i am Yes, I think they have, right? Any You can put any game on Thursday night in the NFL, and we're going to watch it if we're NFL fans. Oh, you like that five field goal fest we heard? Oh, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Look, if a league can make money, which they can, they're going to expand and just go do yeah. it. What are they waiting on? Yeah. Um, new contract for, for television rights, and so they can yeah. negotiate another two teams in. So um, here, here's my question for you. Let's just send Based on what we talked about, say say you get both, say you get Seattle and Las Vegas. Those are both Western Conference teams. You need to balance them out. Who are you sending to the East? Mm. Memphis. Memphis is a good one. It has to be Memphis. Maybe Minnesota. New Orleans. New Orleans, New Orleans yeah. would probably be yeah. the other. Yeah, one that's probably the two closest regionally. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, Milwaukee close to Milwaukee's Minnesota makes a lot of sense. But yeah, I think Memphis and and New Orleans probably make. Isn't the NBA? I mean, that's probably another episode, but. They're they're flirting with, are they flirting with no conferences or certainly with no division? Like isn't no, there the ACC. get to play? Oh, I don't say ACC. <laughs> NBA we talked about the top sixteen teams, right? Like the C. I oh, mean, okay. you have to figure out scheduling or something like that. But yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I know that I know for a long time, I know for a long time when the West was so dominant and, and you had ninth and 10th teams in the West that would have been fourth and fifth seed in the yeah. East, you know, 10 years ago or whatever. I know there's a lot of people that wanted to do that, but you know, it's the same thing with like college football. Win you win your division. Win you win your division, there's no problems. You're in. So sure. um they can figure yeah, out what, I mean, what what conference to place teams and I don't think that's a reason to worry about where it is yeah, expand. Yeah. 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 I just think you're just gonna water down the league. I mean they're gonna have to change the rules to make it more offensive like, anyway. What so, else could you take away? It's not offensive enough it, already. <laughs> uh, but they'd have to. I mean, if you keep adding teams, you're not gonna have enough players. And you're gonna have to do something to promote scoring and keep people interested. It's thirty more thirty more players, right? Like is that really gonna water down the league that much? More or or can you take? I don't think that. I mean, there's only 30 players in the first yeah, I would round. Say the man. player association is it, <laughs> of an well, NBA draft. Well, there would be 32 in this case. I don't think the players association would go for it. But maybe I mean, you draft, pull. Maybe. maybe you you shorten the bench, right? If that's the concern about. Um, oh yeah. Of of not having enough talent, we'll then say instead 14, of having 14 yeah, instead of 14 15. instead of 15. I mean, I kind of, I kind of get with you on the. I think they're trying to do something with the G League now and develop talent better. Miami Heat, because I think it, yeah, yeah, in the G League, I think that's that's going to be the key. If they can get some kind of farm system to get these players going and they come ready made into the NBA, then yeah, you can expand to your heart's content. You you'll have players, you'll have a farm system. How much better will these players be coming out? I don't know, but it'll at least fill out the benches and maybe the rest of the starting lineup. Um, so I think G League is what they really got to focus on. And I think they're doing a good job of that. And internationally, another thing, internationally, the NBA has become a very international uh, league with international Absolutely. players yeah. here over the last 15 years. And that's good because, again, that gives you another player pool to choose from. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you see NFL, they're, they've played in London. They're supposed to play in, I think, Germany and Mexico Yeah, Bucks will be in Germany, year. yeah. Yeah, and so I don't know why you didn't put the Vikings in Germany. Like it makes so much sense, but um, or Norway. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> someone needs to go back to history class, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm not really up on Norse mythology. There's a lot of. There's a but lot I don't of, think it was German. No, no, no. There's a lot of German. There's a lot of German heritage in Minnesota. Is what I'm saying. In Minnesota. I, okay. Okay. Being oh, okay. a product okay. of it. Got so, it. um, so yeah. I mean, one one interesting thing that would be interesting. I would love you two soccer fans over here. It would be awesome to, to have more teams and have relegation, relegation and promotion. Baby. It would you can throw your G League teams in there. You can throw your, your you know you can span. You can how much you talk about like Duke and Kentucky you, and Kansas are eligible for that too, right? Oh yeah, 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 absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, I mean, you talk about making you can get rid of the lottery system at that point and say whoever's promoted gets the first four picks, or you know if you if you have four picks teams come up or two teams come up. You, oh, you know, this is another episode. Oh, we could go deep into this. So and to I mean, prevent tanking. Yeah, no, we're absolutely doing an episode on this later. Well, cause I mean, we reward teams in America for tanking mm -hmm. for being bad over in Europe. You get your parachute payment to come up to the next league higher. Yeah. You get nothing. You get your salary cup, your, your budget cut and yep. everything to go down. You don't get no number one pick. Yep. You don't get choice free agents to come help yeah. you out. I love relegation. It makes every game, every game. matter for every team every in the league. There's no tanking if there's relegation. So, um, okay, let's get into our main topic today. The 
Main Event. If you missed our part one, make sure to go check that out. What if LeBron had taken his talents elsewhere? But in today's episode, we're going to say, what if LeBron just would have stayed put? Not necessarily in 2010. We went over that in episode one. But in 2014, what if LeBron would have stayed in Miami? After winning two titles in Miami. Not three, not four, not five. And being beat down by the Spurs in the 2014 NBA Finals, LeBron beat chose down. to Beat down, that's a Heat fan saying that, Fred. We were beat down. Wow. They, we, they wiped the floor with us. Like, like I have not seen a more really efficient did. team than the Spurs were in that Finals. They were on you a mission. The 07 the Spurs team against the Cavs. Ooh, anyway. Ooh. Oh, man, the Spurs. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, LeBron chose to leave Miami and return home to the Cavs, where he joined Kyrie and eventually Kevin Love would be traded. Uh, and they go to another four straight finals, eight consecutively, uh, with when you include Miami. And Cleveland's first NBA title after being down 3-1 to the Warriors. But my question is, what if he had stayed in Miami? How would things have played out? Now, being the resident Heat fan, Heat culture guy, Pat Riley fan, like I'm going to take this one here. There was a reset needed for sure after 2014. San Antonio kind of embarrassed us. And I think because of that series is, is maybe why LeBron ended up going back to Cleveland. He saw he saw Wade kind of on the decline. Um, the supporting cast wasn't as strong. They were aging. You had Ray Allen and, and, and Battier. And, and it just was kind of an aging core. And I think LeBron saw his, his way out. But if he would have had the patience to let the godfather, Pat Riley, one of the greatest GM slash president. I guess he's not even GM. He's just the president in the in the league. Um, what could they have done? And I, I look at it and I go, the East was still awfully weak. Um, at the very least, I think they could have gotten back to the finals. Now, maybe not with the same court intact. Now, we tried si- signing a... a Age, another aging Danny Granger was our big free agent signing to try to keep LeBron. We drafted uh, Shabazz Napier uh, out of UConn, who LeBron really liked uh, in that draft that year. And I think if if we could have maybe made another deal, you know, maybe we trade Napier and a few of those picks and get a Kevin Love in from Minnesota instead of in, from Cleveland. Now you've got a big man. Um, a good rebounding, good shooting, big man, similar to Bosch. You know, you got a little more depth. Or maybe we go get Dragic like we did from Phoenix with with a few of those picks. Um, one one thing that that LeBron and that that big three team always lacked was a solid like defensive presence. We we kind of started the small ball era in the NBA. Uh, Bosch went to center, but that summer we got. Hassan Whiteside, who was kind of a relative unknown and then ended up getting a max contract in a couple of years because he was this defensive stalwart in the lane. He was rebounding it. He was just de- denying everything. And if you had that behind Bosch, Wade, LeBron, I think that gets you back to the NBA Finals. I mean, the Pacers were kind of the biggest threat at the time. Um, and we kind of kept going through them. And so the big what if in this is... Chris Bosh, he ended up getting blood clots, which was totally mm-hmm. unexpected. It, it ended his career. So even if that still happens, I'm not sure what caused that, if it was something from play. But even if that still happens, you, ha- you can go get a Kevin Love. You've got, so now you've got a rebounding outside shooting big man next to a defensive acre in the middle. 
with LeBron and Wade. And I think, and Mario Chalmers, our favorite point guard. Um, but I think that is still probably, you had the, you know, if you look at who, who Cleveland beat once LeBron went back, you had the Atlanta Hawks led by Jeff Teague. Good team, not not solid. I think they got swept by the Cavs in the Eastern Conference Finals. I think Miami goes back to the finals that year. The following year, I think it's it's maybe the Raptors led by Lowry and uh, yeah. and DeMar DeRozan DeMar, before yeah. uh, before Kawhi got there. I think that's another year you get back. Um, and then you have the the Celtics um, with a kind of a scrappy team. They but that that team was. Um, before Jalen Brown, before Jason Tatum, it was it was a scrappy team, but no real star. So I think there's at least a three year window before Wade really started hit, heading downhill. He was still very productive for three more years, uh, and I think they can probably make it to seven straight finals. In, Do you think they're beating the regard. they're beating the Warriors? So that that is man, I'd love to have seen that. Because there was right that year after LeBron left that Steph and the Warriors exploded. And um Yeah. Maybe the first year they could have. I don't know after that. I'm not sure. I think they could have definitely got one, maybe two more rings, but definitely three finals, three to four finals appearances the next four years. Um before so, Kawhi went to Toronto. But does does Toronto even trade for Kawhi if LeBron's still in the East? You know, they saw an open window and and took it when LeBron went out west, I think. So uh, if he's still in the East, does does Toronto go after Kawhi? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't really have a hot take on this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I agree with you, Tyler. It's just... Because I'm educated. I mean, if he stayed in Miami over the next... Because <laughs> oh, I'm educated. <laughs> it's because I'm researched, I should say. Oh, my I'm God. <laughs> I mean, there's not really an argument you can make. I mean, just for the fact, there was nobody else. I mean, with the team that you already had, if he would have stayed... I mean, there was nobody in the East that was coming close, so I don't think it was a matter of uh, a question of if. It's just how many times he would have gotten to the finals at that point, and then how many would he have won? How many do you think I so? Mean, how many at do you least think? the next, at least at least two more. I mean, the next following two years, if they had done some sort of rebuild over the next three years after that, say after the year he left, the next three years, I think out of those three years, he could have won at least two. I so you think, and my depending on who they would have signed, do you think the Heat could have built a better team? Than what the Cavs did those four years when he was with Cleveland, because they only got one there. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Again, it's Cleveland. This is South Beach. <laughs> Two totally different places. What? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you look at you look <laughs> and at Pat Riley. So, Pat Riley. so you look at you look at well, and not just Pat Riley, but Eric Spolster. I'll get to that in a second. Like they traded for Goran Dragic, oh, who was a one of the better point guards in the league at the time. The day before Bosch was announced, he was out for the season with blood clots. I mean, like that move was supposed to kind of propel us to be maybe the number two team, uh, you know, up there in the East. And then we find out Bosch is gone and, and it just kind of, it, it just, it was, but if you terrible. had LeBron and Bosch was out because you couldn't have done anything because of the cap space at that time, yeah. you could have still had a team that would have competed in the East and got to the finals, even without Bosch. Absolutely. But at the same time, like you look at these trades nowadays with like seven first round picks or whatever the wolves gave for Gertie. Like, I think the Cavs gave up Wiggins and, one or two first round picks and a handful of other players. Like, yep. not, not a ton. Like Miami had pieces. They had Chris Birdman. Like they had Mike Miller. They had enough salary. They could have packaged a couple of those picks that they got for Dragic that, or that they sent for Dragic. They could have packaged that and gotten a Kevin Love or gotten and still gotten a Dragic. Um, 
with another ball handler. And, uh, I mean, know, Kevin Love would have stepped in nicely oh, for Bosch. Perfect. Whether Bosch is there or not, yep. Kevin Love is in Cleveland. Perfect. Yeah, in Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, no. But but forgot all about that. <laughs> like Eric, I, I want to get to the Eric Spolstra. So he, he is. And I and you both you both know this. Like I am a huge critic of Eric Spolstra, not because I don't think he's a good coach. I think he's too stubborn sometimes. I think he's probably the best developer of talent in the league. You look at the guys that he develops year in and year out that from no that no one's ever heard of, and they end up being like starters or key players. And and he has great um he, he game plans. My criticism of Spolstra is he's too stubborn in game when something's not working. He sticks with it. And we blow a lot of leads because he doesn't seem to adjust in game. But he's fantastic. And people who underrate him don't realize how good of a coach he is. And he did learn under Riley. So it's not just Riley, but Spolster is a very good coach. As much as I do criticize him, he is a very good coach. But Riley attracts talent. Oh, absolutely. So does South Beach and no state income tax. What do you tax. think, Nate? How's that working out now? I mean, is that true? Like what? Riley attracts talent. Is that still true? Or maybe it was true then? Is that what you're saying? I mean, he got he got Jimmy he got Jimmy a couple years ago. I think with LeBron, he still helps attract talent. I mean, he attracted LeBron and yeah, Bosch. And, yeah. and LeBron and attracts talent. Absolutely. I think I think there's an element of Jason talked about last episode. I think when we recruited Durant, like Durant didn't want to be like I'm just gonna do what LeBron did for sure and just go to Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think he wanted to go. So instead, he just went and did what stuff did um but i think i think there's this element of guys didn't want to necessarily try to replicate lebron i think jimmy butler had the attitude to do it he's a heat guy through and through if i've ever seen one um so yes he can still attract talent i think jimmy's on team number one three or four at this point four four so i think that also plays into it too but well, we're LeBron's LeBron. technically on team four too. So, well, I mean, as far yeah. as following or not doing what LeBron <laughs> yeah. did, I think Jimmy's sure. kind of wired differently. It's like, yeah, I've already been Sixers because he was traded Bulls. twice. I can go to another team to, to go to Miami. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I want to. What about we did? I think they find another. I think they stumble their way one way or another into another championship. Um, they certainly go to it. the finals probably <laughs> the next four years. Like, I mean, I, I do wonder, could they have beaten the Warriors um, with all the things that needed mm-hmm. to happen in Cleveland, the year that the Cavs won. Thank you, Draymond Green, uh, for that. We appreciate that. <laughs> um, like, I do wonder, though, would, could they have beaten the Warriors? Um, what, yeah. what team would need to have been assembled to make that happen? Um, I wonder though we didn't get to, we didn't get a chance to talk about this last episode. How does either LeBron stay in Cleveland the first time, or if he stays in Miami this time, how does that change his perception overall, mm-hmm. his perception of the rest of the league, his perception to fans, or does it not change? I mean, I think if he well, stays in Cleveland, obviously, well, if he stays in Cleveland, it does. Yeah, absolutely. I have more respect. He he gains one more fan. One he, more fan. He, All right, Jason <laughs> is a fan. If he would have stayed in Cleveland. <laughs> But number two, though, last episode I think we said South Beach wouldn't matter. The last episode we said that had he stayed in Cleveland, he probably is winning one, maybe two, at least yeah. one. And so does yeah. stay. Yeah, but you know that that's respect though for trying and staying where you were at, trying <laughs> at to build the team tried. where you're at. <laughs> yeah, at least you tried in Miami. It doesn't change anything if he'd stayed. I mean, what he's I, just going to get I more don't know championship. That that's true. I mean, if he like we talked about, if if he had gone. We talked about if he had gone to Chicago, like he would have been measured up to Jordan even more so. But if he would have gotten six, seven now, 
he's got something to chase. If he was stayed in Miami for eight years and gone to eight straight finals with the same team and won three, four, five, I, I oh well, that's a whole other story, that's, Tyler. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole different legacy <laughs> that's at true. that point. So, um, I do think, and I said this last time, I do think he eventually would have found his way back to Cleveland. I think he really wanted to del- to get that ring to Cleveland, um, and and he did. But this one's if for he you. Would have stayed. Yes. Yeah. If, if he would have stayed, um, I I think he they could have made. And and the other factor we're not considering, like you think about what happened after the Cavs with with the LeBron block and Iguodala. And coming down from 3-1, they won that title. That caused them to go get Durant. And that was the the, the yes. salary cap spike. Yes. What does that do for Miami? Like, do they dare go get Durant? <laughs> sure. I mean, that's, that's yeah. worth asking, I mean, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, the, the factor that goes in with that, because now you can afford to pay more guys, more, more yeah. maybe not superstars, but you can get more um, supporting players that was harder to do with three max salaries under that salary cap um, at the time. So, yeah. All right. Maybe one or two more. The reputation that Jason says hasn't changed. Tyler and I think if it, if he wins one or two more, stays in Miami, um, his reputation is perceived differently. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe not. Because he would have been the unquestioned leader at that point in the franchise. Like Wade was aging. A little more, his knees were kind of going out. He yeah. would have been the. But as a Miami leader. fan, who did you like more, Wade or LeBron? Oh, Wade through and through, no question. I, I have always appreciated LeBron. I have seen him, and I think this is kind of his reputation as a mercenary. Um, at this point, the way he has bounced from team to team, um, that were pretty kind of ready to go as champions almost or contenders, um, and that's fine. You know, Nathan said he's kind of a, a franchise within himself, but I Wade. I mean, they call it Miami-Dade County. They call Miami-Wade County when he was there. I mean, he he was, he was is the greatest South Florida star. I think he overtook Dan Marino there because of Ooh, the there's a take. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. But but see, that's also the point, though, of why he probably wanted to go back to Cleveland to do it on his own and get out from the shadow sure. of Wade and in Miami. Absolutely. Because, I mean, at that point, you're never going to live down Wade. You're always going to do it with Wade unless you wait you, out You'd always Wade have one less than until Wade he, if you stuck with Wade the whole yeah, time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Because Wade did it without him before he was yep, there. So I think him going to yeah. Cleveland was yeah. a way of him proving it. Yeah. So with what Shaq, if, but let's be honest, Wade, Wade led that team. <laughs> Oh, of yeah, course. Yeah. I mean, some of the things Wade did, I mean, was amazing. Fantastic. I still remember the highlight reel. Yeah. I remember it's playing in yeah. my head. It's I mean, great. Didn't the, didn't the Mavs kind of help in that series? Like, I think as much as you said that the Heat <laughs> choked the year oh, that they the lost to the Mavs. The, the Heat choked. Like, oh, but absolutely. The Mavs 100%. totally choked that. Anyway, uh, we're not really yeah. playing that down. I'll take it. <laughs> What if after winning the championship in Cleveland in 2016, which I should say gets LeBron James in my mind, and I imagine in a lot of Northeastern Ohioans' mind, a pass for life um, on so many things. <laughs> but what if he had stayed, not just the two additional seasons that he did, but he, he finishes his career in Cleveland? I think that if LeBron stays in Cleveland the second time, he actually has a much better chance of getting multiple rings um, versus if he had stayed the first time. So we got one in 16, um, taking down the team, the Warriors, right? They had won the most games in that regular season, being the only team to come back three to one. 
Um, thank you again to Draymond for that. And we're appreciative. <laughs> but what would have happened? So, like, Kyrie, you might recall, the summer, the last, this last summer when uh, LeBron uh, was preparing for his last year in Cleveland. Now, I think LeBron probably kind of saw a writing on the wall. Maybe that's his mercenary tendencies or his business yeah, acumen. No, absolutely. And knew already that, you know, push come to shove, he had, you know, his eyes out west to go to L.A., where he has won, of course, a championship as well. Whether you want to put a bubble or put a asterisk next to it because it was in the bubble, I don't think you need that, but I'm a LeBron homer. But nevertheless, it, you know, things started to go weird, right, we, with Kyrie and the relationship with Kyrie in Cleveland. And so he was requesting and a trade and threatening. That was mainly Kyrie, though, right? Uh, I, I mean, feel like Kyrie's just weird in general. I think it was all on Kyrie's side. Yeah, but I think that's where, like, so what it, Kyrie ends up getting traded to the Celtics. Red flag, Isaiah Thomas fails his physical. The Cavs still trade for him and take on an extra second round pick. What was that about? But anyway, there were rumors that summer, I believe, um, that Paul there was a trade that was in the talks of, of acquiring Paul George, which Paul I think would have been quite interesting to have George on the Cavs with LeBron and Love still um, and mm-hmm. forming a, a different version of the big three. Um, or Chris Paul was a free agent that year what would have looked like to to sign him or to try to figure out how to sign him deandre jordan was mentioned because um, wasn't chris, wasn't chris that paul year. one of the banana one of the banana boat guys i was gonna say the, yeah. you know yeah get another banana <laughs> yeah. boat guy um you know what would have happened and i think you know there's a change in gm i am a cavaliers homer but i think kobe altman is a great gm and has kind of shown even with this year's Cavs team and how he's assembled the team now he's had lots of great high draft picks um but has picked uh quite well and has has really been quite shrewd in his trades what could he have done if he had been given a little more time in cleveland to work some of the trades throughout that year uh to try to figure out who was that missing piece to do some of the work that Kyrie had done right so as much as we want to make fun of Kyrie and his um views of of our flat world i you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Kyrie was balling in 16, right? And so yeah. trying to find, trying I mean, to find I can ten, sort I can tend Kyrie that. won you that you won of one without LeBron, but Kyrie, I think those game six and seven, Kyrie, they're out of their mind, right? They both, I think, went over played 40. out of his mind. Yeah, like absolutely. I, like I said, I'm not yep. gonna say they would have won without LeBron, but he, he, I think he won it almost for the Cavs in those last two games. Absolutely, and yep. I think we'd be remiss. You know the the Cavaliers that last year they got they ended up getting swept by the Warriors, but they were in. I don't know if it was game one or two, but that infamous timeout, right? Like that we didn't have that J.R. Smith called, and we have LeBron waving his hands yeah. in the air for all of eternity, <laughs> like. Yeah, and that's when you knew LeBron that's was right. gone, right there. I, you saw LeBron leaving Cleveland at that moment. That's right. That's right. And so, I don't know. I, having said all that, I, the Cavs, which I think is fascinating, right? That first version of the Cavs with LeBron, as I said in episode one, the Cavs have never won 60 games again. So that last year, I think they had only won 50 games. There were lots of injuries they had. They were the four seed and still ended up going to the finals. Um Again, I think as long as LeBron is in the East, whatever team he's on is going to go to the finals. Can they find somebody else? Does Kev, you know, when does Kevin Durant get bored and wants out of the Warriors? <laughs> and so maybe the Warriors aren't the same as that team that ended up, you know, 
quite handily beating the Cavs. So what do you think? I I think um, LeBron was seeing ghost after that, that final, he had to get out of Cleveland. Like, I mean, he was at the end of his rope. Like he's like, I can't believe I'm playing with these people. And I can't believe I've got this, this team in this front office. I'm not going to win against the Warriors. Look what they just did to me. I am out of here. Like, I don't think there was even a question. I mean, he just seems so unhappy in that series. Not, I mean, we can all talk about that one shot in the game, but he just looked unhappy at certain points in that series. Like he was exasperated <laughs> with the team and you just knew it was coming that he was not going to stay. I mean, there was no way. And, and I mean, I can't blame him, but he had his hand in some of it. If some of the, the stuff were led to believe that, you know, he was in talks on all the trades and all the free agent signings and he had hands in all of it. So, I mean, it's partially his fault in it. And he, I mean, maybe he just at that point, he's like, this is all I could do for Cleveland was that one. If I'm going to compete with the Warriors, I'm going to have to go to a, a major market team again. Uh, you know, I'm going to have to be able to recruit who I can at the major market. And then he ended up leaving again. If he had stayed, I don't know if it had gotten any better, to tell you the honest truth, Nate. I think the one, I don't know if he even got another one. I mean, I really don't. I mean, he tried his hardest and got the first one. The second one, again, he tried, but the Warriors were too great. And then, I mean, Durant, is he really going to come to Cleveland? Is he going to leave Golden State? I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, I don't see that happening. I mean, you could probably recruit somebody else, but then as far as getting another one, Again, I'm still on the same take I was on, on, on the other one is that I think LeBron only gets one ring in Cleveland. It was the one that he got. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I, I don't see him getting time. multiple rings there's a future there. Two, I mean, it's, it's, there's a future two-time MVP that was a free agent in 2018. Anyway, we can get Yoke, get the Joker though. to come to Cleveland. He's staying oh. in Denver. I mean... I mean, maybe, but Denver, again, is, is better than Cleveland. I mean, I, we, we can all probably agree on that. <laughs> I mean, you, Nate, am I wrong? You would know. I, am I, I wrong? I, I've been no to no take on this. Like I say, I've lived in both areas. <laughs> They're both lovely, lovely places. Oh, so you're staying <laughs> out <right>. of it. <laughs> but, I mean, again, it's Denver. I mean, you've got the mountains there that are absolutely gorgeous. The Denver Rockies, that has no, not too far never away been from in the Vegas. NBA final. I mean, there's no basketball. They have a rich, I think, ABA history, but not a basketball market. So Strictly outside of basketball, it, I mean, I've been to both cities. There's nothing in Cleveland, literally. <laughs> we're t- I've we're been not to Denver multiple right times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can get people to come to Denver. I, I'm saying you're yes. going to struggle. What are all Cleveland. the big free agents Denver has been able to attract over the years? <laughs> but if Man, you got LeBron, again, it's easier. They yeah. Lost yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah they did. But, I mean, I just don't think he would went one more if he had stayed in Cleveland. Okay. I okay. really don't. Even if he had stayed, I still don't think he would have won. So, how, so you're saying he was able to attract, which is, a, I think, a fair take and probably an obvious one, but he was able to attract Anthony Davis to the Lakers because it's L.A. and it's the, it's the Lakers and he wanted out of New Seriously, Orleans. Anthony Davis coming to, 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 to Cleveland? Cleveland? <laughs> Come on, Anthony Davis. Come up to Cleveland. <laughs> no, that wasn't happening. Okay, nice. So, yes, I do believe that, Nate. I mean, it, it's it's interesting to look at what he's done in L.A. Like, that first year, I think he was hurt. He got hurt maybe the first year. And then and then they get traded for AD. And then COVID happened, and they went to the bubble and really beat up a hurt Miami team. They still went to six games, but, like, Miami was down Bam and Drogic, and Jimmy was, like, wiped. Um 
but you look, they were a seventh seed and, and lost to Phoenix, you know, handedly. And then they didn't even make the play-in game this past year with Carmelo, Russell Westbrook, and AD with LeBron. And you're just going, what's going on here? Because, like, has LeBron well, lost his magic all touch? Or approaching is it... 40. <laughs> no, I get it, but LeBron's close. I mean, AD's not approaching 40. I mean, Well, AD's never healthy. Yeah. Yeah, that's, He's the, broken that's down the problem. At this point. I mean... You, Nathan, I was with you in visiting you in Denver when you were there, and when kind of the news came with LeBron going to to LA, and I remember the, them talking about on the radio, you know, how LeBron's like, "I'm going to be patient with the organization. We know there's going to take time to build." And you you looked at me and go, "Why couldn't he do that in Cleveland?" I did. And yes. Why, and I and I said, "Why couldn't he do that in Miami? Like, why why does LA get the patience? Is it just because of the lifestyle? Is it just because of the glory of?" Yes. Oh, Lakers. I mean, he's the billionaire now, itself. right? I mean, like, yeah, super yeah, intelligent. He's super yeah. great businessman. And I don't LA think anyone's is, accused LeBron of being you know. stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but I mean, I think that's. Yeah. I, mean, I I don't think, and who am I to judge? But that's what we do, right? I don't think he goes to the Lakers for basketball that's reasons. Point this podcast. That's secondary, right? He goes there <laughs> for his business, right? Yeah. yeah, right. He goes there for his for his business. Hundred percent. That's why he went there. Yeah, and and the fact that he got well, I mean, one with the Lakers, I don't think he's trying any less. I don't think he's trying any less to win, but I think he's prioritizing. What am I doing? How am I setting myself up? How am I setting my family up for generations to come? What is the empire? What's my impact in the oh, yeah. world and society? Because he didn't have so barely enough so money playing in Miami and Cleveland. Well, I, the opportunities well, he wasn't are different. Beat out. Yeah. Well, he didn't have a shadow. I mean, he was never going to li- live up to the Lake show. I mean, you know, originally, pr- you know, and then he wasn't going to live up to the Kobe era. I mean, you know, he's not going to live up to those eras. And he's now. not trying I mean, there to. There's no way think. he was going to overtake yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. That's his exactly. Point, yeah. He didn't come there to try. Yeah. yeah. That's he didn't come there to try. He knew that he could come there, you know, try to get one championship. He'd have a lot of marketing opportunities, business opportunities. It's great weather, great city, especially if you have a lot of money, as he does. And then it, it affords you a lot of opportunities. So for him, it, it was a smart late career move to go to L.A., I believe. And we're ready to take you back anytime you're coming back to Cleveland. You just don't take our own core there, LeBron. You can't have, we're not giving up Garland. We're not giving Mobley up or Allen and not Mitchell, but everyone else well, on the table. So, so that's, that's kind of a, a, a nice, like, final transition here for us. What if LeBron moves again? So he's under contract 2022-23, and then he's got a player option for 24-25. Now, I'm not sure what Bronny, like what year he would potentially be eligible if he, assuming he's good enough, I've never seen Bronny play. But um, I know he wants to potentially play with his son in the NBA, which would be pretty cool. I'm not going to deny it. Do you think he gets bored of LA and maybe to, again, expand that brand, go to New York for a year or two, or just follows LeBron? I mean, would he would he follow Bronny if, if Bronny went to charlotte would he follow <laughs> Bronny if he went no. to new orleans if he went to portland you know 
Did we just do an episode? I think he'd love to follow Bronny if he was if he was an expansion expansion Los Angeles or Las Vegas. Vegas team. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we just did an episode about the Mannings, right, and Eli Manning and that yeah. powerful football family orchestrating where he ended up. Like, I, I, I'm not really a conspiracy person, but I think LeBron has the means um, to, and the relationships to, to figure out where. <laughs> I mean, within a range, like what are the teams? Where are they drafting? It, to do some influencing of who's picking where and how and trades and all of that. Like, and maybe I'm overestimating his ability, but uh, you know, if if New York, because they always are okay, they're not always, but you know, if they're a high high pick, if the Cavs for some reason are they they don't have any first round picks. But I don't for know if Bronny's going to be a high pick, Nick. I don't know if Bronny. But, I mean, I don't think he's going to be a high pick. He's not projected. Would a, he's okay. A he's team not over LeBron. draft, if that's oh, the term, absolutely. right? Would a team to get draft Bronny hire to get LeBron? Right, two for one. Even so, for a year. I was just going to say that. Yeah, even for a year. Hundred percent. Yeah. But you know, I, I say that, but then you got to look. This is two years later because it's twenty twenty four. I think yep. is when Bronny yep. can come out. Yeah, so that's two years later. He's not getting younger. He's on a high salary. Are you really going to trade for that high salary? You're only going to let Braun for a year or two. Bronny, Bron, I mean, it'd be a great marketing opportunity for a team, but are you really going to do anything with Bronny? Bronny is not going to do anything the first year or two in his career, probably. I mean, it takes you a while to learn how to win in the NBA. I mean, it's a great marketing opportunity. Father and son team, you know, LeBron James and Bronny playing yeah. on your team. But as far as championships, it's not going to be a championship opportunity for a well, team. It could be. It just I mean, you have to really the exception. The yeah. exception being if one of these teams that has like seventeen first round picks now um, is LeBron's going to the Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to the Jazz because no, Dwayne Wade is an owner. He's going to reunite in Utah. Exactly. Conspiracy. No. If if yeah. you know, you look at like the Celtics. Like they traded away all these guys to to uh, the Nets, and then they ended up getting the better end of the deal still um with all the picks they got and whatnot so yep. if one of these contenders that's shrewd and ha- maybe has uh, another team's high pick and is maybe close to a championship now maybe you overdraft Bronny to get lebron that's true you could then that's situation. that situation makes a lot more sense than him going to but how effective really is lebron going to be in two years i, I don't think still that's pretty effective I mean, how, I mean yeah he's still pretty effective. i mean i think he'll be effective but not like i mean he's you know I mean, two years is a long time in the NBA, though. Yeah. Especially when you're getting to the eight. How old is LeBron now? 40? No. Is he no, 40? No, he's 37. 38? Turning 38. He'll be 39. Yeah. 39, 40 yeah. in that point. I mean, he's that's, that's the old Brady. in the NBA, though. <laughs> doing the Tom, <laughs> I was say. Tom Brady. Tom Brady just has to be a statue and throw the ball. That's true. I mean, you're running back and forth on the court. It's very physical. Yeah. So, I mean, 40? I mean... I mean, I still think he can play. I mean, he's a physical, a physical freak. I mean, he really is. I mean, very athletic. So, I mean, I think he can play. It's just injuries and everything at that point. How will your body hold up the grind? I mean, is he willing to be a sixth man at that point? Yes. I mean, if you know, or even limiting his minutes. From what I've read or heard. If it means playing I, with his son, I think he at that will point be a sixth career, man. He absolutely yes, would be. absolutely. Oh, I have no doubt yeah. that no matter what, LeBron will not stay in L.A. if he has an opportunity to play with his absolutely. son. He I will take it. Page, because that is something that any father would love to do. Yeah. And if you can make it happen, even if it's buying out your own contract, you will do it just to, to But get I don't know, even know that he has to buy out his own contract. He has a player option after the 23-24 season. So he can... He can oh, he's smart he, No, I think it's intentionally planned. <laughs> like, so, I think it's yeah. absolutely lined up. <laughs> so this is conspiracy-ish. 
But all those draft picks that the Cavaliers traded to get Mitchell, guess which round, which round one pick they didn't pick, they didn't trade. Their 2024 draft pick. The 24 first round pick. Yeah. Four guess pre- which. <laughs> that would be great for Cleveland. It'd be great for Cleveland. And guess. Could you the, imagine that storyline? Like Bron coming the, home with Bronny. With the young core that the Cavs have, they have a point guard. Mitchell. A shooting guard. Yep. They've got a far, power forward. If they're and a center, get you a small. I'm forward. just saying. Yep. Um, yeah. I think it'd be a great story, Nate. Now, does that team win a championship? I mean, that's a different conversation. But it's story wise, like I think it only makes sense in my mind. I mean, it makes sense. For, LeBron's gonna do gonna play with Bronny if he's able to do that wherever that happens. However, that happens, I think yeah. he's made that pretty clear. I think from I a so fan, want to just see it happen in like. I was going to say, from like, a fan perspective, I think it will only small, be... The smallest market, the jazz. <laughs> from a fan perspective, I think it's only going to be like accepted if it's he's it's the Lakers <laughs> or the Cavs. I mean, maybe Miami. Yeah. But I, those, those stories, he's got to have... And I hope kind of for the story of LeBron's career... That that's how it ends up, right? That he, and, and from my own fandom, I love for it to be the Cavs, but um, that's a storybook ending. Yeah, like yeah, that would be a storybook. And ending. so you know, talking about we can evaluate how great of a GM he is or not, but man, when you talk about orchestrating your life, like woo, that's pretty awesome, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, um, yep. and he's he's made an impact in three different communities. Um, you know, we could argue LA what the impact is, but he's as there's another championship they get to celebrate, right? So, um, but he's going to play with Bronny if his body allows him to, and, and Bronny's good enough to get to the NBA, uh, which it sounds like he is, at least at this point. And it, it would and be it highly really, interesting if, 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 again, I, I don't know Bronny as a prospect. I, I don't, I haven't followed that, but like, what if he's like a late first round prospect type of thing? Who's trading? Like, Watch it like I remember when Tebow was drafted. It's like, who's gonna draft Tebow? How high is he gonna go? And it, it would be almost the same thing like, who's gonna trade up for? Well, Bronny? I think it'll be how high like, is he gonna go? so you think about that 24 pick with the Cavs, right? This team should be a playoff team, they're gonna be picking in the 20s and 2024, unless somebody gets injured or they're massive injuries. Yeah. I think the chess game is gonna be, you know, who's gonna go to Cleveland and say, we know what you want. Yeah. what's the price going to be like who's going to say <laughs> yeah, nope exactly you know we've got this team over here that's got a draft they're going to get him before you yeah, i don't know how those conversations go but i think that's going oh, no, to be the fascinating part yeah. right it's going to be yeah. tough yeah. it'll be interesting and that's unless, what sports great <laughs> unless the brownie and lebron's team say we're not we're not playing sign draft us we'll wait another year yeah. draft us we'll wait another. and i don't yeah. i don't know how that plays out um yeah. But I think that's an option. Pulling an right? Eli Manning. Well, that's what I was saying earlier. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, and it is why we love sports, right? Indeed it is. Thanks for joining us today. You can follow us at Replay the Down on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you haven't already subscribed, make sure to hit that follow button and share it with your friends. We want to hear from you. But if LeBron had simply stayed put in 2014 or 2018. That's our show. I'm Tyler. I'm Nathan. And Cleveland Chamber of Congress, please don't send any hate mail this way. <laughs> I can't have my mind changed, though. <laughs> Join us for our next episode as we replay the down. <laughs> <laughs>